On the 16th of January, 2020, the BBC News featured a long segment on climate change. Science editor and presenter David Shuckman first showed us a rotating globe lit with bright yellow patches, the blaze of lights evidence of the many impacts we're having on the globe. These impacts included whole forests in Madagascar being cut down to create farmland, huge mines in Germany gouging out coal for power stations, and cities sprawling into natural habitats. And this was all on a scale so large, it's even changing the climate, and the world now faces crucial decisions, he said. Then came David Attenborough, imploring us to recognize that the moment of crisis has come. As I speak, Southeast Australia is on fire. Why? Because the temperatures on the earth are increasing. That is a major national, international catastrophe. To say that it's nothing to do with the climate is palpably nonsense. Sir David was not completely despondent, however. He was encouraged by the huge change in public opinion that he had witnessed in the previous year. People can see the problem. Young people in particular can see the problem, and that must force governments to change. Sir David was correct in his observation that people can see the problem and are demanding change. Whether he was right about the Australian fires being entirely the result of climate change is a question that was much debated in the months afterwards. During the two years leading up to the BBC program, Greta Thunberg and Extinction Rebellion, XR, had helped to force the issue of climate change center stage, generating a surge in public awareness and a desire for change. More and more people became convinced that they needed to take personal action to avert the climate crisis. Grappling for solutions, many settled on one that seemed to be a no-brainer, which was to change their diet. In this manner, a crisis engendered a war, the war on meat and other animal foods. A key aspect of both Thunberg's and XR's message was, and continues to be, the demonization of meat and dairy. In her 2018 TED Talk, Thunberg asked, why are we all still eating meat and dairy? During the London protests, XR staged a dramatic blockade of Smithfield's market and called for the UK to transition to veganism. Others have echoed the Thunberg XR call to reduce or eliminate meat consumption. In November 2019, we saw the mayors of 14 cities around the world, including London's Sadiq Khan, commit their citizens to the near-vegan planetary health diet. Prue Leith, the esteemed British cook and doyenne of the Great British Bake Off, called for all UK schools to serve vegetarian meals twice a week in order to improve students' health and to save the planet. Students at three UK universities banned beef from campus bars and shops. Property development firm Igloo Regeneration sought to reduce meat consumption among their staff by banning meat from expense claims. The call to reduce or even eliminate red meat consumption continued unabated in 2020 and 2021 with the publication of two reports, 
one by the UK Health Alliance on Climate Change, and another by UK Fires. The UK Fires report recommended that beef and lamb be phased out of our diet by 2050 in order for the UK to reach its goal of delivering net zero emissions. A week after the report's publication, it was reported that the UK government was considering imposing taxes on meat and cheese as part of the drive to achieve its net zero carbon pledge. A few months later, UK Cabinet Minister Kwasi Kwarteng urged people to go vegan to save the planet. And during the period in and around the COP26 meeting in Glasgow, the idea of a meat tax was revived and much discussed. <laughs> 